Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. You're with Missile, J.A. and Philpy. I'm going to use uh, nicknames today. It's just a little bit easier. Yeah, good idea. Than the uh, the long-form version. Uh, Jeez, we, we just made it in time, J.A., you and I. Philpy, Philpy thought he was late. He, he was the first one here. Yeah, all right, I've landed about... About I reckon sixteen minutes before the show started, and I was That's like, I was panicking. A luxury <laughs> yeah. compared to what we did. Yeah, but so you guys weren't even here with about four minutes to go. Yeah, so were you freaking? And I'm sitting here by myself, going, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, oh, I was ducking out of uh, work, so I I knew I was going to cut it kind of fine, but not that fine. That's the most exercise I've done in the. <laughs> I didn't even exercise. I was just just freaking out in the lift. Oh. Yeah, we had the uh, the bridge closure today for the Pride March. Yes. Um, by the time I got to the bridge, it was open again because there was just so much traffic here in Sydney today. I went round the back the long way. You went the back It was very way. long. Yeah, yeah, that is a long way. When when uh, Tommy was saying uh, missiles running late, I, the bridge is shut, I was like, well, can't he just swim? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a part of me thinking, why yeah, doesn't like, he just swim? Yeah, like, how good are you? Yeah, come, yeah, on. come on, mate. Would have been quicker. Yeah, yeah. would have been quicker. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Tommy as well. Our new uh, producer this year on SEN uh, NRL Crunch Time. Thank you, guys. Good to be here. We Bit freaked. of a sore head this morning, but not going to lie. Were you at Bondi Beach last night? No, I wasn't. Uh, I, got, um, I got roped into drinks yesterday by my friends. I thought, you know what? I'm working Sundays this year for the first time, so let's have a quiet Saturday. Just sit on the yourself. couch, behave myself, watch the footy, first round of footy back, and then about, what was it? 30 minutes into the Manly game, my mate messaged me, hey, we're just at the pub at the Nelson down the road. When you come for a few. And I, I tactically wore my thongs there, yeah, so I didn't good. go out after. Yep. And then about, yeah, I thought it was smart. And then a year and a half in, I go, you know what, I'll, I'll go out. So then I had to go back on, oh, get proper shoes on. Sure. So it wasn't great. It wasn't smart by me. How big of a night was it? Did you... Uh... I, was, I was actually relatively home by... Early, like I got home at 11. It's just the amount that I drank in between those hours which okay. wasn't great. Okay. Tommy, were you freaking out when none of us were here? Like, were you freaking out? <laughs> oh, I think bit. he would have secretly loved that. He would have been straight in this host chair. Yeah. 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 This is it. He's, this is my time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Step just been Rooster's radio for t- about two hours. You know what we might do? Me. For the last uh, segment, we'll just go. Yeah, yeah and, and leave Tommy, see Tommy. what would have yeah. happened. That'd be yeah. Good. yeah. We had uh, yesterday in Bondi, the reason I asked Tommy if he was down there, they had the big. A World Pride uh, music festival at Bondi. Yeah. And uh, I live over that way. And I, I did uh, Moa's Club yesterday morning, ducked home, went down to the beach at Bondi for a swim in my Speedos. It's the most attention I've had since the London Olympics. Hey. <laughs> you got it. It was, all, it was all happening down at Bondi yesterday. Holy moly. And uh, when I got, that I got up. fun. Uh, yeah. I got up to drive to the gym this morning about 6.30. I was, I was coaching this morning. And there was uh, a lot of stragglers still uh, <laughs> making their way home around Bondi. A lot of glitter around. Uh, Tommy was wearing the thongs on the feet. There was a few thongs on bodies uh, <laughs> in Bondi yesterday. So uh, a big day. Uh, what have you What have you guys been up to over summer? Philpy, I've seen you. I haven't seen you, J.A., since... No, we haven't seen each other. October? I thought we were banned from uh, working. <laughs> <laughs> I started to think that there was a... You met my partner in the off-season. I but... did, yeah. God, that was confusing. She is... Uh, you You are batting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's, no, sa- that's saying something because missiles, he's a good sort. <laughs> so... no, she's cracking. She's lovely. Um, yeah, I had a good summer. I just was working pretty much because I came back from the... Yeah. World Cup and uh, had a little bit of a holiday before that. So um, I did actually get Christmas to New Year's off, which was a bit of a luxury, but phone's off, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was pretty much just working. I was here with Jimmy a bit. Had a good one. 
We've uh, we've all got something in common this weekend. Nobody's coming in here boasting today because we've taken three L's. The Raiders, oh, the Bulldogs, and the Knights have all taken an L round one. Gee, what a, what a shock. <laughs> I did kind of think when they asked me to do this and told me that it was us three that they kind of – it was a setup. They were like, <laughs> yeah. this will be just the, – they'll be miserable. They'll be in there sulking. Well, yeah. JA's Ra- Raiders went the closest. Mm. Uh, I switched to cross. I think I switched uh, to – Drive to survive, thinking the game was done and dusted. Oh. When I was, was it eighteen nil? Yeah, yeah. At halftime. And then, uh, no, no, just before just before halftime, I switched back with about twenty minutes to go, fifteen minutes to go, and it's eighteen all. Yeah. And I had, uh, I had the Cowboys in one of my multis, and I was like, "What is What's the capitulating? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Were, you, were you feeling confident at one stage? Of, I guess nah. with fifteen to twenty to go. Nah, no, I was never confident. <laughs> I, I just thought there's something's going to happen to ruin this, but. I wasn't shocked because I tipped the Cowboys. I just thought, yeah. I, I look at the back line for the Raiders and um, there's not much that's threatening. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, sound like, I sound like a Dragons fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I truly, I have them in my bottom four just because I, I mean, even, you know, Jack Whiten is, is fantastic, but he sort of needs that other half to, like Jamal Fogarty's going to have to really be yeah. uh, really good for Jack to, to shine because he needs that organisation. I thought like up. towards the end, Jack got a little bit panicky with some yes. of the things he was doing right down to that final chip and chase, like yeah. just keep the ball alive using the hands and he, he did the uh, chip and chase. Yeah. And it really highlighted the fact that Savage is a big loss. He's a big so, loss. Well, yeah. you know what the bigger loss for me is, is Chance, Nicol Kluster. Oh, you're like, right. I really thought Chance for the... I, I didn't understand why he was left out of the team so much last year. I mean, he, he had injury initially, but I, I think the loss of Chance, and I, we saw it in the Warriors game, just how he, he's not necessarily your flashest fullback, but he just does not stop working. Yeah. And he, I, I think is that, like, if I had him or Savage, I'd, I'd probably pick him. Yeah, right. Interesting. Got and a your, big motor. Your Knights, Philpy. I mean, I, I think their stock rose because I thought they were quite good, even in defeat. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, the Ponga issue we'll talk about a little bit later, but yeah. how, how did you find their performance? Well, you know what I did? I was at a wedding, and I was at a wedding in Glenworth Valley where there was no phone Who reception. So, a wedding uh, now. I know, right? You've had months. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Not only that, the test was on, you know, and we needed 75, and everyone was like blowing up. It took me, so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at uh, no phone reception. This is not going to happen. Ooh. I was really confident leading into the game, too. Yeah. Then um, someone just comes charging over to me and said, We've just got to try a minute, a minute 30 in, Ponga short ball, Fitzgibbon. Oh, I'm like, I'm outside. And I am fist bumping. And I'm like, right, I've got to go find the Wi-Fi. And then after, you know, as it got to the woods, the back end of the game and we were losing, I kind of was like, oh, that's cool. I haven't seen it. You know, because oh, I don't know yeah. about you guys, but I'm a heavily invested fan. Like, I'll go yeah. to the back room, lock mm. myself in. The kids will want to come out. Eventually they leave because they'll dad's yelling at the telly again. Yes. Yeah. And um, then it's like my whole world's over once we've lost, you know. Yeah. Um, but You've got to be – Confident for the season though, because even though they lost, like I, I think the Warriors are actually a much improved team this season. They oh, looked they really are. good, and the Knights. The, it to me, I watched. I think about fifty minutes of it. It was a high quality game. Yeah, more high quality than some of the other games over the weekend, which I was actually a little surprised about. So I think the Knights are actually their stocks rose. And you know, with the new spine that we have, it's not going to yeah. take. One game was never going to click. Plus, um, all Knights fans will know this: Knights every season after round three, top of the comp, yeah. buy our grand final tickets. Last yeah. year, after three rounds, we pumped the Roosters last year in round one. Yeah, that's uh, right. At the SCG, we looked unbeatable. Like, yeah. we honestly, looked like the greatest team it's ever played. And then all of a sudden, we couldn't win a game. Um, 
I don't mind losing. This is my spin on it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to lose the first game. And uh, I had a chat with my son this morning. He goes, Dad, I think it's good. You know, we'll, we're on, on the way up for me. <laughs> yeah. Canberra are notoriously slow starters, aren't they? Was it last season they were like 1-12 and oh, 12 right. or something? Yeah, and then they, they made are. a late charge. And they're also notorious for winning, for losing exactly how they did last night by <laughs> mm, the smallest so of margins. Yeah. So... Uh, nothing unfamiliar there for me last night. I think Producer Tommy, uh, Roosters, Dolphins today. You're a Roosters man. Yes. Uh, confident? No, not at all. <laughs> not what? <laughs> no. What? Because you look at the the plays that they've oh, got out. Geez, no Crider, Manu, Hargreaves, Connor Watson, and then oh, under... you've only got thirteen other rep players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just the players the Dolphins have in. But then, yeah. but then you're speaking about slow starts and. Yeah. what your teams are fond for. The Roosters have won three out of ten round one games under Trent Robinson. Yeah, okay. So they okay. are notorious slow starters too. The only thing I, I just – I would hate to lose to the Dolphins because they will forever be etched in history. Whoever yeah. they beat first yeah. will yeah. be known as the team that lo- first lost to the Dolphins. Yeah. So well, who, don't, do not want that. What was the Titans? It was the Dragons that beat them yes. when they first came into the comms. I just – I don't want that. See, I don't want to be etched. known as the team that <laughs> lost to the Dolphins. You know the Roosters are $1. twelve. Yeah. Like the, they're the shortest. I'm always. Of the I'm weekend. never. I'm never too confident. I mean, you guys. I'm never com- ever like overly confident before a, a Roosters game, even if we're. <laughs> even I if we're early favourites. Front. I reckon inside. Yeah. He's like, we've got this. Yeah. yeah. I was like. Ten times more confident about the Bulldogs against Manly yesterday than you are about your Roosters. <laughs> it's against mine's, Wayne too. Mine's so unfounded confidence, by the yeah. way, but. Um, but brash confidence nonetheless. I do like this sports bet promo that um, I think Joel Kane and Shawnee Omerod have got going where whoever scores the – they've adopted a dolphin. Have you seen I this? saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. yeah. So the first try scorer for the Dolphins will have that dolphin named after them. So it could be yeah. uh, so cool. Ewan Aiken, the dolphin, <laughs> uh, Isaiah Katoa, the dolphin. Yeah. Because I, I was suggesting to the boys um, during the week that I was like, is the dolphin in shape? Because if it's a little bit overweight, then Milford would be a good name for it. And, uh, <laughs> but um, it's got sick. I, I saw a, a thing on uh, the TV last night with Joel and Shawnee, and the dolphin has, like, it, it's obviously been enhanced, but it's ripped. It's got. Um, I did see that. Yeah, it's, it's got, got abs. abs. Yeah. It's got abs. Flip it with abs. <laughs> <laughs> is this a real dolphin? It's a real oh. dolphin, yeah. It's some sort of charity where you can pay money to adopt a dolphin. You know how they did that with yes. the koalas Tigers during the yeah. yeah, yeah, the bushfires and that sort of thing. So Sportsbet has bought a dolphin. I think it was about five grand. What? That's it? That's how cheap a dolphin is? <laughs> I'm going to yeah. get one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get yourself a dolphin a for five grand. You got a pool? You got a backyard pool? Uh, but I got a bathtub. <laughs> oh, that'll do the spa. job. Yeah. That's not how cheap it is to get a dolphin. Just ask Wayne Bennett. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you can't buy a dolphin for a million bucks because they won't come if they're a uh, marquee signing. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. Welcome back to all our listeners across the SEN network. Uh, SENQ, 6.93 a.m. in Brisbane. SEN, 11.70 a.m. in Sydney. And SEN, 16.20 a.m. on the Gold Coast. You can download the SEN app and listen listen to Crunch Time anywhere, anytime. Uh, remember to call us during the show, 1300 01 1170 or text us 0457 736 736. And we are on social media, Twitter and, and Instagram at SEN League. Uh, coming up on today's show, guys, uh, we're going to do a recap of the round of footy so far. We're going to do a breakdown of the NRL's independent doctor issue. We saw that with Kalen Ponga uh, again there was one last night, I think, was it Sebastian, Sebastian Chris, Chris and Ricky, and Ricky Stewart off. was P-I-S-S. Yeah, it was a dollar oh two for Ricky to have a blow up in round one, wasn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. Well, I, I heard during the uh, 
during the game after that Ricky had had a blow up and they were going to cross to it after the, the Sharks-South game. And I was like, ooh, and they they kind of inferred that it was something around officiating. Okay. And I thought Raiders got a decent rub of the green with a couple of decisions, uh, i.e. Jordan Rapana staying on the field. Um, so I was like, this will be interesting what Ricky's blow-up's about. And then he went at the RLPA. Yeah, it did. And, really well, hard. Yeah, the NRL and the RLPA. Yeah. yeah. There's, it's it's interesting how there's certain agendas in and around rugby league. We saw in the off-season uh, one particular journalist went just balls to the wall on the RLPA every chance he got. And then uh, his best mate, Ricky Stewart, last night came out and had a crack directly at the RLPA. It was nothing to do with the independent doctor or the officiating of how Sebastian Chris was taken off. It was yeah. about, boom, straight in on the RLPA. I was yeah. sitting there going, this is bizarre. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard Clint Newton called out in a, in a, in a coach's interview. It was like a UFC call out after a fight. It was, it was intense. It is. If you're that player from the Raiders who has to go and sit next to Ricky at the press conferences, like you've yeah. really got to learn to meditate or something. Like, yeah, or the, just tune out. Yeah. You, yeah. Because you, you know what Ricky's like. If he's in a mood and you'd know as, as a coach like uh, yeah. or a player, you'd be there going, okay, I feel like Ricky's about to just go you know, crazy here. You'd have to just sort of, where do you look? Do you look down? Do you look straight ahead? Or you when, just leave? I'd when leave. you're in a press conference, J.A., who is the most intimidating coach? Or who's got the biggest blow up in them? Like, you know, sometimes when you walk in a room at a press conference, it feels icy. Oh, and it I feels think, weird. I think Ricky for sure. And I Ricky? think it's really hard for those Canberra journos as well. And I worked in Canberra yeah. because you're a one um, club town. So if you piss him off, so, then you can't talk to him. Yeah. And also you kind of need stories. And you yeah. Need to, yeah, yeah. So I think it's really hard for those Canberra journos sometimes to go yeah. hard at Ricky, who is, uh, you know, a bit more fiery. I don't really find any of the coaches intimidating. Maybe when I first started, I found Wayne Bennett intimidating. Yeah. And then by the end, I just found him so funny. Yeah. I used to put my hand up to go to a Wayne Bennett press conference when he was down here because I was just yeah. like, what's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who was captain for the Raiders last night. Was it White? Whitehead. Whitehead. Yeah. Whitehead. 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 That's right. I was watching it. And as Ricky's talking, Whitehead kind of doesn't know where to look. Yeah, He's yeah. like, oh, That's this right. is happening. And he happening. just drinks like yeah. five times <laughs> just with something to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so awkward. Uh, we're all gonna, also going to preview today's double header. As we said, the Dolphins' first match. Looking forward to previewing that one. And we're going to share our season predictions. Uh, so we've got, off based off season predictions, our top four will probably be Roosters, Raiders, Knights, and Bulldogs. Uh, the rest, who knows where they'll finish. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's take a break. Uh, remember, text us during today's show, 0457 736 736. You're on NRL Crunch Time. The whole point of the independent doctor is they are not just assessing is that player concussed right now. They are assessing is there a risk of injury to that person's brain with what has just happened. Yeah. Now, the best person to do that is a doctor. Yes. Why should a club have any part of that that at all? Mm. And he's saying, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't send a player on that's concussed. I wouldn't put um, my players at risk, which is fair enough. But he has not had the 10 years of training to make that assessment. There is absolutely no reason why a club should have any say over that. If if that doctor, okay, if there's a club doctor, the, he should come to the same conclusion that that player needs to come off. So how is it going to benefit you anyway, having a, yeah. a club doctor? So yeah. there's absolutely no reason why clubs need to get involved. And he's the second coach this weekend to speak out about it. Wayne Bennett was the, the first. And he said pretty much the same thing, that the clubs aren't trusted. Interestingly, Trent Robinson, who's had a lot of his players' careers end because of... Probably the worst of any club. Exactly. Yeah. He said, 
no, we shouldn't have control over it. They're not always going to get it right and they need to try and get it right, which I have a problem with that too because I don't know whether a doctor's assessment gets it right or wrong. I think they're just protecting a player. Yeah. If I go to the doctor's and he's overcautious about giving me a blood test, well done. Thank you very much. Yeah. So he, Trent Robinson, the, the thing is though, Trent Robinson knows that if he has Joey Manu go down with a HIA, if he has Tedesco go down with a HIA, he has plenty more Manus and Tedescos to fill in. Mm. So it's just about covering your squad like any other injury. The thing I think, look, firstly, Ricky said uh, that they always have the players' um, best intentions in mind. To an extent, I, I agree with that, yes. But if that got to a grand final situation and Jack Whiten had a borderline concussion, what would the discussion be like then? Uh, secondly, does Ricky Stewart have the players' best intentions in mind? Maybe he does, but he can't speak for all 16 coaches because he's not them. My third point on it is, let's say Sebastian Chris suffers long-term effects and was left on the field, suffers long-term effects, ends up with some sort of CTE or something like that, and he can pinpoint it to that incident. So he goes back and decides to take legal action. It's not going to be against Ricky Stewart. It's going to be against the NRL. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Stewart at no point is liable for the health of his players long-term after the game with CTE, with dementia, with whatever things can come about as a result of head knocks. So the NRL are the ones um, liable for it. Therefore, they've put in a, a set of measures to prevent this happening in the future, to, to try and prevent it, knowing what they now know. And, and it has to be taken out of the club's hands. Yeah, well, so run me through this, right? The, as it stands, the doctor, the independent doctor's in the bunker, is he? Yes. Yes. So He's not he, at the field. <laughs> right. So all he's looking at is footage. Does he look concussed? Yes. Yeah. So, like, for example, next time you want a sickie from work and, you know, you have to go into the doctor, is there going to be – is it going to turn that way? You know where you <laughs> – Yeah, you, yeah. Doc, oh, mate, I've got diarrhea or whatever. They're yeah. like, he's at home going, well, you don't look like you've got diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. You know, go to work. Yeah. Like, I, the, the one I – this is – I'll use this example because it's just – it happened last night straight away. Junior Zatola, first hit of the game, gets absolutely poleaxed, head clash, stumbling around, falls back on the ground, can't play the ball. He gets up, the trainer comes out, talks to him, and he stands back in the line. Then the, the referee comes over and says, no, we've, we've had the independent doctor look at it. You've got to go off. Yep. If the independent doctor doesn't say something there, what, does Junior Zatola stay on the field yes. after he's just fallen on his face trying to play the ball? Yeah. Yeah. You cannot trust the clubs to make the best decision for the player. All they're thinking about is winning the game. Yeah, 100%. And the independent doctor should be at the ground. Like, that's, that, the, that's the one. That's, that's what I think. We it. saw Ricky Stewart standing on the, on the side of the field, and that's why he could look in Sebastian Chris's eyes and see that he was coherent, that he was cognizant, yeah. and speak to him. The independent doctor can't no. do that. They know, though, the, the thing that the independent doctor, the knowledge that the independent doctor has that none of us have or Ricky Stewart has is they know when certain how the brain reacts to the way your head has moved yeah, or been Yeah, good hit. point. Yeah. So even if a player comes off and he looks at and they go uh, or, or the player gets up and plays the ball and he's fine, the doctor can go, yeah, but we know in like 60% of where you've been hit that this results in a concussion mm. 10 minutes later or it results in a concussion the next day because we've seen it in cricket. I mean, delayed concussions are quite common. Yeah. Do you know, Jay, just like Ricky Stewart went so hard at the RLPA there and he even said Clint Newton's name in a couple of instances. Was it the RLPA or was it the NRL that 
pushed for these rules being enforced of an independent doctor? I think it was a, uh, from my understanding, and I, I would have to clarify this, but I think it was a collaborative yeah. effort. And yeah. so, of course, they're also looking at what's happened overseas, yeah. where, particularly in the NFL. And yeah. I think yeah. also in the last week, I think the AFL. The was, AFL is going to be a class yeah. action. Yeah. 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 So you're also protecting the game. And I, yeah. I think everyone ultimately has individuals' best interests, but um, that you also have to protect the game from being you know, sued for millions of dollars that doesn't help. Yeah. Is, is there a space for um, the NRL to get a celebrity doctor involved? Like, uh... like Dr. <laughs> Chris, right? No, he's yeah, a vet. Yeah, he's a vet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Chris well, Brown, Bondi yeah. vet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon he's been at a party or something where someone has felt unwell and they're like, oh, there's a doctor here? And he's like, no, no, yeah. I just do dogs. Um, I've been but, on a plane before where they've come through and said, is there a doctor on the plane? Have you ever had that? Yeah. Uh, no. We had someone, I don't know, if, I think maybe a, a woman fainted or something on a flight oh. I was on. And the, um, the the cabin staff went over the thing and said, is there a doctor on the plane? Do we have any medical professionals? Yeah. And the woman that ended up getting up, she, she would have only been late teens, early 20s, was a medical student. Yeah. But backed herself in. I think the person just fainted or something. But that's what they did. The call over the thing. I love Do that. we have any doctors Don't on the plane? Yeah. That important. No one's ever yeah. asking. Is there any journos on this no. plane? No. We have a comedian no. here. No, that's never. Well, and I think maybe if the plane went down in the ocean, they might <laughs> yeah. be saying, "Have we got any swimmers oh, on the no. plane?" <laughs> plane goes down. I'm clinging. I'm clinging right to you. 100. Getting me to shore. But I've seen this. I've seen like tradies driving around with like um you know like their lube mobile type vehicles that have got yeah. like. Doctor of plumbing. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've always thought about that, you know, go, this guy calls himself a doctor in his own trade. And imagine that. And, and, yeah. you know, is there a doctor here in this box? Like, well, or everyone looks at him going, well, mate, you call yourself yeah. a doctor. <laughs> but I think Channel 9 could get involved here. And I reckon, like, you know, Doctor Doctor, Roger Corsa. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. I'd like to see him as the independent him, doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Comes out, ratings to go. He's a good looking, good, good yeah. looking rooster. Get him out in the field. Yeah. Or um, Barney and the Professor are coming up a little bit later on with a brand new show. Um, James, the Professor, his brother is a TV doctor, right? Dr. Andrew Rochford. Oh, I was yeah. just about to say, what about whatever happened to Dr. Andrew Rochford? Yeah. Well, what did happen to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask the Professor. Yeah, well, maybe we could get him on the line. Do they call him the Professor because then it's the Doctor and the Professor? Correct. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's right. So I think it had something to do with um, a lot of high expectations on James in the family. And they were like, well, mate, we've got a doctor. What are you? So now he's a professor, right? There yeah, right. So while we're on the HIA issue, uh, we saw it happen with Caelan Ponger as well. Uh, he was taken off and didn't come back on uh, for a HIA. Uh, do we think in that case, there's a little bit of history that comes into play? You know how we talk about like a Jared Warrior Hargraves has a reputa reputation or whatever. So if it's a line ball, maybe referees or adjudicators lean on his history and say that was foul play or that's mm. 10 in the bin. Does that now happen with Caelan Ponga for the rest of his career? Cause he's had so many concussions. I mean, yeah, you would, unless the doctor is living under a rock and has yeah. never seen a newspaper. And isn't an NRL fan. Yeah. Or <laughs> seen a newspaper in Newcastle or anything, then of course they would have to have that. And I think rightly so. I mean, he is more concussion prone. What did you think on that one, Philpy, as a Knights fan? Yeah, it was like a bit like the kid in class who's always in trouble. And then yeah. this one time he hasn't actually done anything. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. everyone just points at him and he's yeah. like, but no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm sweet. You know like, that well? Yeah. <laughs> I never went <laughs> to school. Like but it. yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, his was a solider hit than Sebastian Chris's hit. Like he, he, was, he copped yeah. a hip and thigh to his head. Like was he yeah. concussed or not? I, I have no idea. But Sebastian Chris's one, 
I thought maybe at one stage, oh, is he staying down to try and get a penalty or something? Um, and that's that's the risk you run, right, as a player. If you stay down, that doctor is open to interpretation. Is he staying down because he's hurt? Yeah. Is he milking a penalty? Has he been hit in the head? Is his knee sore? He also stayed down for a fraction. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like he got up straight away. No. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I did think he stayed down. So that's that's the interpretation leave it out, uh, leave it over to. All right, don't forget the first edition of The Last Word with Professor and Barney, as Philpy mentioned, is on right after crunch time, so make sure you're tuning in. Welcome back to Sunday Crunch Time with James Magnus and Jaleesa Apps and Steve Philp. Uh, let's go over yesterday's games, guys. Uh, we went through the Raiders and the Cowboys. Let's have a look. Uh, sea Eagles, 31, defeated the Bulldogs, 6. Uh, wow. Oof, oof, hurts. Uh, Anthony Seabold's first win as a Sea Eagles coach. Super happy for Seebs. So am I. Yeah, he's such a nice guy, isn't he? He gets a bad rap. He's such a nice guy. I know. We shouldn't be so biased, but damn, I want him to do well. Yeah, me too. Why do people, what was the thing where no one liked him for some reason? Well, I think, well, everybody liked him when he was at Souths. They had that really great season. Maybe the rhetoric started to change a little when he broke contract there to go to the Broncos. That was maybe a little bit frowned upon, but then he got the old boys offside up in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah. And from there on, it was just a nightmare for him. What happened to him, like, just with all the bullying and the online and the things that were being sent to journos? And Those messages that were going around were horrendous. rank. It yeah, was horrendous. the cruelest thing I think you could ever see. Yeah. Like, just, I have no idea why he would want to come back to head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Thrilled yeah. that he is, though. <laughs> yeah. And he, he is just such a nice person and, and wants to um, do well by everyone. So good good on him. Now, on, on the, sorry, on the other leg, uh, Seraldo. I don't know yeah. if you saw the footage of um, the presser for him. He was trying to talk. It was yeah. brilliant. The, yeah. the Manly with singing the, th- the theme song in the background or their the celebration song. He had to must, wait. That must just really <laughs> that hurts. Kill you. That yeah, hurts. that hurts. Uh, on a positive for the Bulldogs, uh, Reid Marnie made his debut for the Bulldogs and was incredible. Scored their only try, I think 52 tackles. Um, it was just, just a ball of energy. He looks like he's going to be a really good signing. Uh, worryingly as a Bulldogs fan, Matt Burton had probably the worst game I've seen him have in first grade. Uh, for my super coach side. Oh, he was in your super coach? Yeah. How many points? Oh, I like think 10 or something. Yeah. Right. I 17, think, I think, I or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I had a look at his stats. He had six missed tackles and three errors. Yeah. Which is a killer on super coach. It is. Uh, Tom Trebojevic made a successful return from injury. Uh, he didn't look like he was at full no. strength. And Looks... thank goodness, because every time he got the ball, we all had our breath, didn't we? Yeah. Every time he starts those really long runs, you're yep. like, careful. Yeah. I think uh, we're just watching some some replays of him now. He never really stretched out when he got into space, did he? No. I- Early was, Cherry Evans, wow. Yeah, and I was filthy at Cherry Evans on that last play, right? Because I had Turbo as my super coach captain. Yeah. Oh. And he could have really just passed in the ball. And he's looking yeah. at him and Tommy's like, hello, do you want to yeah. pass the ball? And he's like, nah. <laughs> I had Reuben Garrick, which those kick points. Oh, wow. Oh, what yeah. did he, So what did he get? Uh, he got 103, I think. Oh, Ooh, wow. Yeah. So I th- but going into this game, I think two things for me. Firstly, you know, well, I was super confident as a Bulldogs fan, new signings, new coach, all that stuff. But secondly, I probably underestimated Manly a little bit. Having watched that game yesterday, uh, their sides a lot, their, their four packs a lot bigger than I remembered. A couple of new signings, but the backs looked pretty slick. Daily Cherry Evans had one of the best games I've seen him have in a while. I'm now thinking they're a genuine top eight, pushing for potentially top four if Tom Trebojevic is in that side. Plus Schuster's got to come back. 
Yeah, they didn't even have Schuster. Yeah. They, they had Cooper Johns yesterday. Yeah, and now they've got really good coverage for Tom Trebojevic in KO Weeks. Saw a, some highlights of him from the trial games. He is seriously slick. Nice mover. Uh, Manly, huge turnaround from last season. Uh, everyone was sort of hammering that Des Hasler sacking and, and questioning it. But now he looks pretty good. They've got the Eels on Thursday night. Oh, good match. Four Pines Park. So the Eels yeah. coming off that one or that golden point loss to Melbourne. And then I think next week we've got South Penrith as well. Yes. Couple of they'll be on the Friday night. Blockbusters next week. <laughs> uh, speaking about Turbo, there was they showed footage at half time and he was still getting treatment on the hammy. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be just as much precaution and then also treatment on the hammies while he's training and playing. Do we think Manly's season rests on that hamstring? If that goes, are they out? Yeah. 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 Imagine being another player at Manly and you're, um, you've just got like a sore, you've got a cork or something and they're like, where's the trainers? And they're like, no, sorry, all 15 of them are doing turbos hammy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you get nothing, mate. That, sorry. Was, that was the swim team. So we'd take away <laughs> probably four masseuses and four physios or something like that, like eight of them. Yeah. And uh, as a young swimmer, when you come onto the team for the first time, you're like, can I have a massage or something like that? And Steph Rice walks in and they go, stuff you, Miss Ollie. <laughs> Steph, Steph like, Rice takes priority. Okay, I'll just sit over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no worries. I'll just go race. I'll, I'll just get that <laughs> massage gun on myself. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it takes priority on who is the bigger name at the time. It's like that here at the SEN massage room, uh, which is around the back. And, yeah. um, You've never been shown that. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, Fletch so is like, always in there. Well, you know? <laughs> Cam Smith ranks number one and it, it sort of flows down from there. Matty John's probably yes. two and then. Yeah. By the time it gets down to us on the Sunday crunch time, uh, <laughs> we uh, go down the road to the tie joint. So I was picked up by Andrew here. <laughs> Correct. Manly have the bye for round two, and then round three they play the Eels. Okay. So Jeez, that's a good draw for Manly. So Turbo gets his first hit out. Now he gets a week to rest. Oh. Plenty of massage this week for Turbo. I was going to ask, yeah. uh, buys. So the Eels have a bye in the last round of the regular season. So if you're the oh, Eels, okay. say you've got all that momentum leaning into it, do you reckon, would you want the week off? I mean, coaches probably say yes because yeah. everyone's going to be busted at that time of the year. Well, it's Oof. interesting because uh, last year, um, Brad Arthur opted. Remember the year before when they were leading in, um, he opted to rest players? Against yeah. Yeah. and they yeah. got smashed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the year, he said that was actually a mistake. So the, then the year after, he didn't do that. And yeah. then look where they ended they went up. Better. This time, the decision's been it's made forced. for him. So I guess it's what, it's what it is, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. I, th- I found it super interesting that they gave the Dragons the buy round one. Yeah, and they'll struggle to beat the buy. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, I've got a feeling. <laughs> they could lose Just in the post session. <laughs> Imagine if they bone uh, Griffin after the buy. You know, yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, let's give him the buy game, yeah. and then we'll see how he's going after that. Yeah. All right, the other game yesterday, this was a really high quality. Game. The Rabbitohs 27 defeated the Sharks 18. Uh, the Sharks gallantly went down by nine points to the Bunnies without Nico Hines. Uh, the Rabbitohs overcame injuries to Jai Arrow. We subsequently out to Vita Totola, who went down uh, first tackle. Uh, that required Shaq Mitchell to play big minutes, which he hasn't done previously. Uh, big news coming out of that game Wade Graham's been charged with a grade one careless high tackle. Uh, and he'll miss three games with an early guilty plea. That was for that shoulder charge hit on uh, on David Mowali. That was huge. Big hit. Earth-shaking. It, it was hit. great. Yeah. When I watched it live, I thought, wow, that is the hit of the year. Yeah. But then as they slowed it down and showed the replay, I was like, that's yeah. dicey. How Mowali got up from that, I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
The really good thing I liked about this game as someone who was watching it as a neutral fan of both these teams mm. is just seeing Lachlan Ilias do Killed it, so didn't well. he? Oh. Wasn't he so good? Try-saving tackles. Yes. That massive try-saving tackle and then to get um, a try straight after that. It was really good to see him finally kind of come into his own after he had all the pressure last year and then was dropped at one point. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. yeah, In the post game, what I loved as well is all of his mates were in the shed having a drink and he was still out signing autographs, taking selfies. Yeah. Now, he obviously yeah, had nice. a good game. So yeah, he was like, yeah. look yeah. at me, look yeah. at me. Lap it up. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to find the Dally M uh, judge. <laughs> yeah. go, hey, mate, how are you? Um, Colin Matungi was out unbelievable yeah, he in was. my eye. Like, yep. Close to the line there. He just absolutely um, treated Matt Moylan with, like, he, he clearly looked up and was like, there's Moylan, I'm yeah. running at him. Yeah. Uh, but he looked devastating, and that's a good sign for New South Wales moving yeah. forward towards yeah, the origin. absolutely. Yeah. Same as Ola Kawato in that yeah. game for Manly. He was a beast. Uh, if Lockie Elias takes that next step, which based off that first game, all indications say that he, he has, where does that put South Sydney? Like, are they genuine title contenders this year? Yeah, I think so. And I think a lot of that, like Manly, also rests on um, how Latrell Mitchell goes. Yeah. Not not only how he stays injury-free, but also how much he can inject himself yeah. into the games as well. Yeah. He had a big World Cup, so um, let's hope that he can sort of replicate that form. Yeah, and defence. I heard um, the coach last night at the press conference stressing it. Now, the, the teams that win the comp every year are in the top two teams defensively, right? Mm. Um, South have never been in that top two defensively. So mm. they're attacking. They don't really need to improve, do they? No. Like across no. the field. Where they need to improve is their defense. So they yeah. need to move from like seventh or sixth or seventh of whatever they finished last year as a defensive team to move up into the top four defensive teams. And then that's when they can start challenging for the title, I reckon. I don't know if you caught this. This was in the uh, – post-match interview uh, after the after the game on KO. And don't forget, you can watch all your footy on KO. Get the game you want, when you want, when you watch this NRL season on KO Sports. Uh, so in the post-match press conference, they had Mal Meninga interviewing Damian Cook. And they said, you know, how was your preseason or whatever? And he said, oh, well, I've probably got to thank Mal for that. I had an extended preseason, which I haven't had in the past. <laughs> because Mal Meninga didn't pick him in the Australian team. <laughs> and it was like seriously awkward. Oh, but uh, <laughs> you've got to like that from Cookie. I yeah. thought Cookie had a good game and, and maybe that's what he needed. He's, you know, well into his 30s now. He's probably at the back end of his career. Mm. It is a grueling turnaround to go from that World Cup into the next season. I think they only had like a... 12-week layover between the two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they did. And the other thing that everyone forgets about um, the Rabbitohs last season is they had a horrific preseason because of COVID. So Cookie had mm. long COVID. And then right. They, and at one point they I didn't had, know that. Yeah. So at one point they had like 12 players out with COVID in their preseason, which then you sort of – Cookie, when he came back, couldn't, you know, come back straight away and – they had also injuries in there. So they had a really horrendous preseason last year and they've had the perfect preparation this year. It must be tough for someone like Cookie that's gone from the New South Wales hooker, the Australian hooker, basically the guy, to now they're talking about will it be Reese Robson or Appy Coruscant in origin. Yeah, he, he's... Pretty rough for someone like he's that. He's a bloke that gets picked every time and all of a sudden he hasn't been picked. So like he said, I thought he had a good game last night. Might be the yeah. rocket up the bum for the rest of the season. Yeah. All right, coming up, we'll preview to today's games. You're on... NRL Crunch Time with the Missile, J.A. and Steve Philp. Welcome back to Sunday Crunch Time with James Magnuson, Jaleesa Apps and Steve Philp. Time now for an injury update. Thanks to Beth Shed's 15% off sale. 
First up out of the Eels versus Storm game, Cameron Munster will miss at least the next two weeks after undergoing surgery to repair a compound fracture in his finger. How tough was he playing with that? Oh, Ugh, and I was showing footage where it was like bleeding through the bandage. Yeah, because yeah, his bones through his skin and they can't, They took him off, gave him two pain injections, mm. wrapped it back up and he went on. But players, they, they'll never go on if they're concussed. Right? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Where, where do they give him the injection? Like, do they stick it in the finger? Like, is it? It's yeah. In the, yeah, it's like in the... Like in the they oh, go in the nerve body, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, out of that same game, winger Xavier Coates will miss the next two weeks after spraining his SC joint in his shoulder. Is it meant to be AC joint, Tommy? No, there's no, an SC joint. It's SC joint, okay. yep. I'll trust you, Dr. Tommy. Every single person now, after Cam Munster, just seems soft when you're naming yeah. their injury. Like, yeah. As soon as you started. Come on, guys. Yeah. Oh, mate. Or you sprained something, did you, mate? Okay. <laughs> Out of the Warriors versus Knights game, both Tyson Frizzell and Kalen Ponga were taken from the field due to concussion on Friday night. Both passed and will be available for round two. Uh, the Panthers-Broncos game, Scott Sorensen sustained a Category 1 head knock during their 13-12 loss to the Broncos on Friday night. Uh, Cowboys versus Raiders. Raiders pair Sebastian Chris and Corey Harawira and Naira were both taken from the field with concussion. You'd expect probably both of them to back up and play next week. They didn't look too serious. Uh, Cowboys versus Raiders. Uh, we went through that. Sharks versus Rabbitohs. Both Jai Arrow, hamstring, and Tavita Totola, concussion, didn't finish the match. Uh, Jai Arrow went straight up the tunnel. That looked like a serious one. Might be a few weeks. And I'd be surprised if Totola played after that concussion. That was a nasty one. Yeah, what about personal injury um, updates from you guys? Um, you, you all right? Miss Ola, you're feeling No injuries, fit. clean bill no. of health. Yeah. yeah. J.A., you went Just to... emotionally. Emotionally? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a post of yours. You went to Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop. Any post injuries from Snoop Dogg? Uh, you? No. Were you in the mosh? Yeah. Uh, no, I was in seats, but... Uh, you yeah. copying that secondhand smoke at yeah. a Snoop Dogg yeah, there concert? Yeah, was a bit going on. Like, it was... Uh, yeah, it was... No, but it was good. How could Snoop... Did he play his old stuff or did you have played, the Chili Peppers no, complaints? He played, <laughs> he played everything. No, he did nothing that you didn't know. Really? Yes. Oh, and, that's awesome. But also it's funny how many like songs you think of that he's on. So he played like California Girls. But, like, oh. Just his bit. Yeah. <laughs> did he play yeah, um, okay. the Uber Eats ad? No. Oh. They, a few people have asked me that. Yeah. He did not play the Uber. <laughs> and he didn't narrate any nature documentaries. Have you seen him do that? <laughs> no. no. Oh, you've got to get onto YouTube. He narrates equestrian sometimes, yeah. which is really good. Wow. Um, and well, he also has a Martha Stewart cooking show. So that's really good to watch. Yeah. And he also narrates like, um, just like David Attenborough style documentaries. And it is so funny. But also the other really entertaining bit was the uh, pole dancers. Yeah. They okay. They were insane. Okay. Like just the <laughs> athleticism. I've never seen pole dancers before, so I can't comment. No, they were like, they were really like really athletic. I yeah. just was like, wow, that girl's abs I can see from here. Like, yeah. Impressive. It's like the dolphin that the sports better dolphin. Oh yes. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen um if you know, he came out and did uh, under the bridge chili peppers just straight up, like just to, yeah. just yeah. to appease all those chili yeah. peppers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People yeah. were pretty salty about that, weren't they? Oh, they yeah, were. they were. I feel sorry for all the blokes in the crowd though, because he was like, "Where are the ladies?" Like there was no like. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Won't get much love for the blokes. Nah, when when I went down to Bondi yesterday for a swim, um, the Pussycat Dolls were doing their warm up. They what? were they were playing oh, at wow. the. Uh, so they were, they were, and you could just stand there and watch them as they yeah. were warming up for, for the nighttime performance. And they were doing uh, like Don't Ya, 
can't remember okay. what the other songs were, like Buttons or something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, and I was just walking past it's for good. a swim. I was watching the Pussycat Dolls there on Bondi go. Beach. That's cool. Was yeah. there like the big name? Like, was Nicole there? That's really Yeah, cool. she was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was there. She was singing um, post Lewis Hamilton. Who's she dating these days? Because she was with know, Lewis Hamilton for like a, a decade. Snoop Dogg, I think. Yeah, um, Snoop Dogg. She's out with Snoop. I don't know. I, I met someone who is secondhand friend of um, Snoop Dogg's agent. Um, and he said, because he just went to Fiji and he left after two days because there wasn't any good enough um, weed. He had no weed. And I was kidding? like, dude, have you heard of Carver? Like, get amongst <laughs> it, mate. Do you think if the NRL grand final was this time of year, we'd have way better halftime entertainment, yeah. right? Because everyone's oh, here yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Chili Peppers here. Post Malone's here. Everyone's here. They've got to do the There's grand a very final varied, earlier. like, you know. All right, let's take a break. Coming up, we'll preview today's games. You're on the NRL Crunch Time. You can also download the SEN app, listen to us anywhere, anytime. If you missed the first hour of the show, check out the Crunch Time podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Remember, you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Call 1300 01 1170 or text us 0457 736 736 or grab us on Instagram and Twitter, DM us at SEN League. All right. Uh, we've been talking the first hour about the independent doctor. Um, we've heard Ricky Stewart's comments. All three of us are pretty much on the same page, aren't we? Uh, we think keep the independent doctor. Phil, be you? Yeah, mate, but they've got to be at the ground. Put him on the sideline. Yeah, and right. I want him as dodgy as, like, I want like <laughs> I want the dodgiest doctor we can find. <laughs> yeah, right. so okay. I, I guess the problem with the doctor, doctor thing shop. would be, uh, <laughs> would you then have a doctor in each town that you use? Or do you, is it, because I, I don't know who the guy in the bunker is at the moment, but is he employed by the NRL full time? Because as a doctor, you make so much coin. Surely you'd almost be taking a loss to be travelling around going to NRL games. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe it needs to be a doctor. They need a each team needs to. Well, that sounds dodgy in itself, doesn't? Because you, but some independently, someone needs to go to Townsville, find a doctor <laughs> who's not doing so great and needs the um, <laughs> needs the profile. <laughs> Are there any doctors out there that aren't doing too well? <laughs> Uh, other talking points, should Dogs fans be worried after their lacklustre round one opening? Well, look, I am a Dogs fan and I am a little worried. However, it is, it's going to be a long season. Serraldo's only been there for one match. Uh, interesting talking point, and I haven't seen this written anywhere yet, but I was just thinking about it last night. You know those when you're trying to go to sleep and you think about random stuff? So Penrith <laughs> have lost two assistant coaches. Yep. Mm. One to the Bulldogs. One to the Warriors. The Warriors coach is... Andrew, Andrew Webster. Webster. Andrew Webster. Not of Daily Telegraph fame. <laughs> this is Andrew Webster of uh, NRL coaching fame. He Has that affected the Panthers? Because he was attacking coach, wasn't he? And Serraldo uh, was defensive coach. Yeah. The, the Panthers' attack looked ordinary in both the St. Helens uh, Club, World Club Challenge and the Broncos game the other night. Is, is that... Also, going to be a big uh, have a big effect on the Panther season as much as Seraldo. Well, everyone thought that when Trent Barrett left, because he was their attacking coach. Um, he was their attacking coach uh, when he went to the Dogs. So everyone thought that their attack was going to suffer under him. Yeah, the loss of him. I do think what, and I don't buy into this. I don't buy into the narrative that the Panthers are going to struggle this year with the players they've lost. You think I they'll be okay? It. No, I think they'll be okay. Top four. But yeah, hundred yep. percent. But uh, I've still got them in the grand final. Yeah. But I do think that they did, like, miss Appy in um, – Yeah. I thought that was really noticeable. Um, and I think it'll just take a while to adapt. Young Sonny Luke, when he came on, looked like 
Yes. He could be the the answer there. They just waited so long to bring him on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I sort of said to someone yesterday that I reckon mid-season he'll be the starting hooker. I reckon okay. yeah. it'll, yeah. it'll switch around. Because Mitch Kenny, gun defender. Like, yeah. I think at the back end of last year, you remember, he would start and Coruscant to come off the bench just to soften yeah. up period. Yeah. And it was mainly because of his defense. Like, he's a super, he's built low to the ground and his mm. defense is great. Attacking-wise, he doesn't have anything near what Coruscant has. But Sonny Luke does. Mm. Um, and they might switch that around, I reckon, towards the back. Who is the I new um, assistant coaches for Penrith? Do we know? <laughs> Good oh, question, yeah. uh, Tommy, no. on the Google. If anyone knows. I'll look up now. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a text. All right. we'll, we'll come back with that answer, Philpy. <laughs> uh, just on Coach Andrew Webster. So well, let's go back to Friday night. New Zealand Warriors defeat Newcastle Knights 20-12. to 12. The scoreline probably didn't completely reflect the game. It was a close game for, for a large part of it. Uh, that's Andrew Webster's uh, started his coaching tenure uh, with a win. Uh, Charles Nickel Clockstar, J.A., you spoke about him. He was the man of the match, ran for over 200 metres. Jeez, the Raiders could have used him over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, three tackle breaks, had that amazing try-saving tackle on Kalen Ponga. Uh, and Jackson Ford played his first game for the Warriors. He had a breakout game in the second row. He ran for over 150 metres, one line break, two offloads, which leads us to the obvious question, uh, where do the Warriors land uh, in each of our respective ladders this season? They're in the second half for me, but they're not far off, I think. So like making... 10th to 12th uh, Probably, I reckon, about 11th. 11th. I mean, right in between. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Somewhere around there. I think at some point, and it might be the start of the season, and I'm not familiar with their draw, whether it's um, particularly hard. Are they at home again this week? Do they have to travel? Producer Tommy. <laughs> Roosters next Saturday, 3 p.m. You wouldn't be confident about that one, would you, Tommy? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Is that in New Zealand? No, at Allianz. Okay, so they're on the road again. And that, look, yeah. obviously, um, best case scenario, round one, don't have to go anywhere. They've been preparing all off-season for this mm. particular game and they're at home and that's fair enough. Yeah. They haven't played many games at home. Yeah. So it, that's as easy as it gets. But, you know, the commute for those blokes is insane, isn't yeah. it? So the I, frequent flyers they'd have, they could fly business class <laughs> anywhere after a season of NRL. 100%. I would um, – okay, Peter Wallace is the assistant coach at the Panthers. Okay. And Ben Gardner. I don't know who Ben Gardner is, but Peter ben, Wallace. Ben Gardner was the Māori All-Stars coach okay. in the preseason. There you go. I yeah. like how you said Māori then as well. Māori. <laughs> I struggle with that accent. Uh, so for the Warriors, I've, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I've probably got them still fighting for the spoon. Really? The reason being, loved their squad on the weekend, loved the way they played, thought they attacked really well. I just think like – a few sides in, in the comp, they're an injury or two away from complete disaster. Mm. Uh, I don't think they have the depth in their squad. I think that's probably been a result of a couple of years of no reserve grade football over there, yeah. it, right through to their, their junior systems and um, and their development programs over there. I, I think they can be top, top eight for the first maybe 10 matches of the season, but I think that'll fall away pretty quickly and they'll lose a bit of momentum and end up finishing pretty low on the ladder, maybe fighting with dragons and dolphins for that wooden spoon. Um, harsh, but that's just kind of where I've got them. Um, out of that, Philpy, the Knights, uh, they were okay. Ponga, I think the Ponga move was a success for that game at least. He looked dangerous, more dangerous towards the end than the start. Was he more dangerous than he looked at fullback? Oh, the, the, I, I I would play Ponga at fullback every, every day of the week. I think he was top five fullback in the game. Five eighth, he might be top ten. Problem with um, Kalen last year at fullback as a Knights fan and watching every single second of every single game was there was uh, sets of six in big games 
where he wouldn't touch the ball. Now that that's not yeah. that wasn't, and a lot of the time people go, "Where is he? He's not touching the ball." Yeah, they have their plays where they go around sweep around the back, but we had Clune and Jake Clifford in the halves, and at other times we had different halves that mm. an overcall. We had Jaden Braley out for a significant time, so you had a lot of blokes out of position or not up to first grade standard. You know who weren't going. Let's get Kalen the ball. Kalen needs the ball. We're attacking his set. Like there was a couple of times last year in games where we had repeat sets and he still never touched the ball. Yeah. And you know if he goes in and tries to get the ball, then you're not in your position. Get back where you should be. Mm. I find this is going to be a, a a much better position for him. Yes, he can play fullback unbelievably, but in this team, right? Queensland State of Origin, hundred percent. Right? He'll get yeah. the ball when he needs to. Yeah. But for the Knights, I think him getting the ball when he wants to get the ball, calling the ball, my ball now, second receiver or first receiver on the other side of the ruck, I think yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a good decision. Um, new signings for the Knights, uh, Adam Elliott and Jack Hetherington. Yep. Happy with their performances? Good additions? Yeah, I think so. And I think you, Adam Elliott's coming off a pretty significant injury. He had a pretty serious hip injury, I think, at the back end of last year. Is um, your mate Adam Elliott, isn't he? Yeah. You're, the, you're his chauffeur. Yeah, well, you know, it's, um, I did play a prank on him on the Matty John show. <laughs> and um, every, that went well. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, it actually, yeah. From what actually you told went, me? It went perfectly. But, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. You know, the thing is, um, that's... I get stopped in the street a lot from, and that's the number one question people want to go, hey, hey Adam Elliott, all right, mate. He, we're actually really good mates now. Like, um, nice. we go back that's and forth. Tell me, no, <laughs> <laughs> we go back and forth on the banter, and um, nice. I, I, yeah, I'll, no, I won't say that. Um, but he, I bagged out maths the other day in an Instagram post, and he was like, "Yes, filthy, what a crap show." Um, <laughs> but he's the kind of bloke that I love being around our club because he's he's uh. He's not the, the larrikin he was, but he's you know he's in a committed relationship now. He seems yeah. like he's a bit more level-headed. He's a good team player. He started on the bench on um, Friday night, and he will he will come into the, our starting team. He's going to be good for us. Heather, a bit of mongrel. Unfortunately, yeah. we lost Frizzell early, which is not great. That was tough. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I thought, and you might have a better opinion on this, I, I thought the Kurtman at 13 was a failed experiment. Yeah. I think Adam Elliott is the perfect guy there. Yeah, even Tyson Gamble was great in the trial games. Yeah. And he offers a bit, you know, so for Adam ex- O'Brien loves Kurt, man. He does. He loves yeah. him. He's got photos yeah. of him, you know, maybe in a cubicle. Must. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> maybe he held Adam's hair back one night. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that uh, Adam Elliott was missed in that Canberra's game? Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I always, I thought he was always going to be. As soon as he signed mm. with Newcastle, I thought, oh, yeah. God, that's another one that we've lost. But yeah. I don't know. He didn't, um, he probably never quite got going as well in Canberra as I thought he was going to. But I, I, I yeah, I thought he was missed. Just on the um, turning it back, because you go, oh, that's another one we lost. Um, on <laughs> When did you guys play? Saturday, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. So four of your starting front row were all from Newcastle. Yep. Yeah. Really? Well, of, of Ford Pack, yeah. So you got... Yeah. Tommy Starling, Joseph Tarpany, uh, Hudson Young, and, and Solo Pasami. Yeah, Pasami Solo. Solo. Yeah. Feeder I'll, club, feeder club. I was just going to say, so on Kalen Ponga, I, I agree with you, Missile, in terms of moving him from fullback and to six. And the big worry for me is, all right, he's going to have to make more tackles, which puts mm. concussion at a greater risk for him. Mm. He had to sit out the back end of last season because of concussion. Already went off on Friday night. Now he debates whether or not that was, you know, efficient or was it a right concussion. But just looking back on his stats, so. 2022 made four tackles per game. 2021, four tackles per game. 2020, two tackles per game. That's nice, isn't it? On, fr- on, f- <laughs> on Friday, in, si- in only 68 minutes, so he didn't play the full match, so he probably would have got more. Yeah. Um, he made 11 tackles already. So yeah. he's going to so be making more tackles. Tripled his average. He defended well. 
He, he actually defended yeah, really well. Yeah. He defended well, but it's going to put him at a greater risk. But the other thing about that is the Warriors are not the most efficient attacking, attacking lineup. Whereas if you go up against Penrith, Storm, Souths, Roosters, Ponga will be making 25 plus tackles. They'll, they'll, they'll get at him a lot more efficiently than the Warriors did. Are we, are we worried about Ponga's future in the game? If, if this. If this experiment doesn't work right, then the Knights have just gone out and bought Lockie Miller, who I thought was awesome, yeah. actually. Yeah, I think he's yeah, a yeah, really good player, yeah. a real goer. If the Ponga experiment doesn't work, you move Ponga back to fullback, Lockie Miller is suddenly out of the squad, he's out of the 17, and then you move Tyson Gamble into 5'8". It just I, – I see it as Adam O'Brien's last roll of the dice as head coach. But if, if this goes wrong, I, I feel for Lockie Miller as well. Yeah, all reports are that it wasn't even O'Brien's decision. It was Ponga. Ponga went and said, yeah. oh, I'm playing six. And yeah. Not only that, I like. was it a failure on Friday night? No, he played well. He got concussed right when the game was in the balance, yeah. or allegedly concussed. Yeah. But it, it's the 68th minute or whatever. The game is 14-12. He's the guy that's going to win you the game, and he's not allowed back on the field until a minute to go. I think um, you'll find – I think it'll they'll persist with it. He played pretty well. He set up the first try. Um, should have scored another try. Was a great yeah, try saving tackle. Huge try saving um, tackle. I think that was a success straight up. All right, the other game on Friday night: Brisbane Broncos defeated the Penrith Panthers thirteen twelve. This was a boil over. No one expected this. Uh, the Broncos claimed their first win in Penrith since two thousand and nine. Wow, that's a statistic. They handed the Panthers just their third loss at Bluebet Stadium since the start of twenty twenty. Uh, Dolphins. 2024 recruit Herbie Farnworth scored two tries, had one line break and ran for over 200 metres in the match. That's their first real... Um, Bit of a misleading start there, their third loss at Bluebet since the start of 2020, though. The whole season was spent in Brisbane. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. I, keep, Tommy. I keep hearing that stat be thrown around and I think, hang on a second. Yeah. There was a, a whole season, season up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Uh, what did you guys think of the match? Penrith fans would have been filthy. That's two games in a row, right? That they've yeah. lost out in Penrith. Uh, blue bet. Those yeah. pokey machines, like they were across the road, they would have been some seriously hard. <laughs> there would have been some people over there slapping them hard, just whacking the pokies. Because <laughs> they're not used to losing, you know? No, they're not. They're not. I, um, I thought this really showed just um, the class of Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Adam <laughs> yeah, well, he's classy too. He yeah. is a classy guy. <laughs> Adam Reynolds just is a, how calm under pressure he is. Wasn't that, he good? Oh, that that kick, and then he just looked like it was nothing, didn't he? Just even just a comparison in that game between he and Cleary. He completely controlled that game. Yes. His yeah. kicking was perfect. Yeah. Uh, Cleary looked a bit panicky, a bit rushed at times. A couple of dodgy kicks. Got tackled with the ball towards the end of sets. Uh, and Jerome Luai had a pretty ordinary game by his standards. Looks like he's going to miss having Billy Armin Kikau outside in this they, season. They missed almost just the presence of Kikau mm. um, there. So I, I think it, they, they will adjust to that. I'm not writing the Panthers off um, just yet. Yeah, you've still got them in your top four. I've still got them in the top yeah. four, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, watched the Brisbane Cowboys trial match and – I was super impressed with both teams. I, instantly mm. after that match, I said, both of these teams make the eight easy. Yeah. Um, it, w- it was a trial match, and you don't normally see high quality. And it was a Cowboys-Broncos, so there's a rivalry, so they always play the yeah. standard. But um, Brisbane, to me, looked really good. you got Carrigan Moser, the young kid who hasn't been seen yet, just for a trial. He's 18. He looked unbelievable in the trial game. I think by the back end of the year, he's off the bench instead of maybe Kevy's son. 
and um, which is awkward. <laughs> um, you, you've also got Reese Walsh to come back into that team. Yeah. Yes. Their, yeah. their depth is crazy this year, as long as they don't. It's a gun squad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think we sleep on it a bit sometimes because they dropped off so much at the back end of last season. But looking at the squad on paper, awesome squad. Yeah, and that's Payne what... Haas was oh, back. He's back and better than ever. Yeah. Coppo is an interesting one. He's a bit rocks or diamonds. I think he ran for over 200 metres, a couple of tackle breaks, a couple of line breaks, but then four drop balls. I never quite know what to make of him as a fullback. I think he could be a future star, but can he get those errors out of his game? Yeah, and he doesn't seem to do it too much on the wing, does he? Mm. Whereas, um, oh, look, yeah, again, it's not looking good for for Queensland and New South Wales. Just like Queensland, have a look at those Cowboys players, Nanai, Cotter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you throw in Carrigan yeah. and these guys and then Ponger and Munster. Yeah. Well, if fullback doesn't work out for Selwyn Cobbo, he can always fall back on podcasting because he has got <laughs> quite the talent for podcasting. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, we've got Sharky on the line. He wants to talk to us about Kalen Ponga uh, and his move to five eight. G'day, Sharky. Hello, James, how are you, mate? Good, Sharky. How are you, mate? Yep. Good. How you all going in there? Right. Good, mate. Good. This is just on on um, Kalen Ponga. I've said it for years, and I keep saying, never, not a five-eight, never will be. Now he's made eleven tackles in sixty-eight minutes, which means over the game he's probably going to make a max of fifteen. I'm sorry, five-eights make twenty to thirty tackles a game. That's their job, right? If he's only making that many, that means someone else is covering for him. That's not good because it affects your defensive structure. Yeah, I've got no problem about him, O'Brien. He's probably a top bloke. But he's clearly one of these blokes. He's a great assistant, but can't be a head coach. Yeah. They should get Shane Farringham in there and do it now. Yeah, I don't mind that. You know, on the tackling thing, I mean, if no one runs at you, then you can't make the tackles, right? So I'm not sure what do you want him to do, run across the other side of the field and make a tackle just so he gets his tackle numbers up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, sure. Every single 5'8 has has a back rower or a second rower who Who, protects Who was it on his side? Was it Fitzgibbon? Yes. Okay, can you pull up the stats, Tommy, work. and tell us how many uh, tackles Fitzgibbon made? And what did, what did you make of uh, Lockie Miller at fullback, Sharky? I mean, he's always, I'm spinning on lost him. He's always going to be a good football. He's got that energy. He's like a little bouncing ball in a machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, and, he's, and, and, and I don't know, Newcastle got himself stuck in a sticky situation because basically they got no choice. But they keep Ponga at five eight because you can't sign a bloke from another club yeah. and then in six weeks' time when he's performing well and go, Oh sorry, bug, we've got to put this bloke back to full bet, you can rack off. Yeah. That creates a bad culture in your club. Well, Sharky, yeah. so you're saying on Friday night Kalen Ponga had a bad game? Wasn't his best game. But <laughs> I will say this I will say this. The independent doctor's decision was probably the worst sign of Non-concussion I've ever seen in my life. He wasn't concussed. That was clear to see. I've been around a lot of footy with you get some stuff, players down here. I've seen players concussed. He wasn't concussed. Nowhere near it. Uh, yeah. Nowhere yeah. near it. Yeah. But, Sharky, do you think, like, you know, you know what I mean? when yeah. the doctors are looking at that, though, they're looking at, um, you know, the the risk of injury to the brain, so that can be 24 hours Jaleesa. later. Jaleesa. Yes. Jaleesa. The only <laughs> yes, Sharky? It was pulled up. The only reason it was pulled up because he's going to be the play acting to hopefully get a penalty. Well, that's that's yeah, didn't, his problem, isn't he, it? He didn't rise straight away. Sharky, problem, he didn't rise straight away. Sharky, you know, you, you just mentioned your footy expertise from back in the day. Um, when blokes will get concussed, 
there's certain questions that the trainer would ask them, you know, like, because these days, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like, I feel like these days, you know, if they're asking questions, they might be asking too hard a questions. Like, let's remember that they're footballers. They're not all that smart, most of them. No. So, like, imagine they're like, you know, what's 42 divided by three minus the subtraction of this? And yeah. they're like, I've got no idea, well, mate. If they said to me, what's your home address? I don't know. I put in Google. Like, <laughs> Google gets me there. Yeah, that's all right. Well, look, concussion test. If you don't know your birth date, you're gone. <laughs> I lie so much about it, I don't know it. I don't even know what it is anymore. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks, Sharky. Uh, there he is, the great Sharky on Kalen Ponga. Uh, let's take a break. Coming up, we'll preview today's games. This is NRL Crunch Time. Welcome back to Sunday Crunch Time with James Magnus and Jaleesa Apps and Steve Philp. Uh, let's get to some predictions, crew. Uh, the listeners haven't heard our predictions yet for the season. We've heard from all the NRL experts and ex-players <laughs> and all that rubbish, but this is these are the these are the real predictions here. This is this one. This is what you want to take to sports bet. All right, <laughs> let's start with you, Ja. Mm. Grand final. Uh, I'm going to go with who I said at the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to ignore round one. Yes. I'm going to go Roosters-Panthers. Be a good grand final. Philpy? Um, Cowboys-Broncos. Okay. Too much time at the Snoop Dogg concert for <laughs> yeah. Philpy. He has gone Broncos. over. He's gone. He's looked at round one. Yeah. Yeah, just, he has. Just at round one. Yeah. No, I... I I'm I'm a big fan of these rivalry games. So I know yeah. just about every NRL expert has said Roosters Rabbits, Roosters Rabbits, all this. I reckon mm. it goes the other way. I don't like this, by the way, because I hate Queensland. And I'm mm. sorry, I know we are going to Queensland on air right now. And I yeah, but well, I love all the people that are listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just at uh, origin time. I love coming. In fact, I'm holidaying up there um, very soon. It's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I'm reversing a truck very <laughs> loudly here, aren't I? Um, but I just think those two teams are improving. They're good. They're um, young. They're on the up. I reckon. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's those two. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the two that you just said. You've heard a lot: roosters and rabbitos. Um, Love that the Rabbitohs squad has stayed the same and Lockie Ilias has improved a lot. And the Roosters team on paper is just outrageous. Mm. Outrageous. There's all those things going on. It was outrageous so last year, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm going against my own tip, but yeah. yeah. It's, the funny thing is it's never actually written down on paper. Is it Nick Pilatus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dally uh, M medal. J.A., let's start with you. Because I think that they're going to do well and I don't think he's going to have that many teammates take points off him, I'm going to go with Nathan Cleary. He's going to finally do it. Okay. Yep. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to go turbo. I think, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the show, Manly are on the up. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's going to be injury-free for the first time in ages. He's getting a lot of physio in the shed. They're taking him off every five minutes. He'll come back on and score a couple of tries. Um, Cherry Evans might start hogging the ball less, and uh, Turbo (laughs) mid-season will just be flying. So, uh, Tommy Turbo. Do you think Turbo could lose their points to, like, other players, though? To Cherry. Like, to Cherry or Garrick or...? Um, it depends if it's a pride round or not. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> they merely won't have any players. But t- Tommy will play, I reckon. If yeah, he'd play. Tommy would play. He's yeah. rock solid. Yeah, I, I, I like that prediction, Philpy. Um, I, I'm going to go a s- probably a safer one and just say Teddy. Yep. I think if the Roosters finish where I expect them to finish, which is top of the ladder, Teddy rarely plays a game under 8 out of 10, so he usually is within those three points every round. Tommy, uh, Roosters fan, do, do you think Teddy would be the one if Roosters finish high? 
Um, at, as the Roosters Daly M pick? Yeah. yeah. Why is, who's your Daly M pick? Uh, Latrell. Yeah, so I've got Bunnies finishing first at the end of the regular season, and I think he plays a key role, how, obviously. How, how weird is hearing that from a Roosters fan? He's got, What's going on? I don't okay, know. Mate. I, I think, think he's look, could, I don't think he is me, a Roosters it's fan. It pains me to say that. And at oh, heart, I still, like I, I, at heart, I still love Latrell. He won us, helped us win two comps, had that... Sorry, Jaleesa had that match-winning play in 2019 against the Raiders. That little, <laughs> that little flick pass. Um, I think just Latrell, I think he's fresh. Hopefully, the only thing stopping him is injury and suspension, which has stopped him the last few seasons. Um, I'm tipping he's going to go for a big year. And I don't think they make the grand final. I think the grand final is Roosters Cowboys. Um, but yep. I think he wins the Dalian medal. All right, there you go. From a Roosters fan. Uh, <laughs> wooden Spoon winner, J.A. Wooden Spoon winner? Do I say Wooden Spoon winner? Wooden Spoon. Wooden Spoon okay. loser? <laughs> I uh, this is gonna anger people. Oh me, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go the Tigers. Oh Tigers. I still just Okay, the Tigers or and I'll be fair, the Raiders. I think the Raiders are right down there. Holy moly, wow. this is yeah. this segment's rattling here. <laughs> yeah. We've got a Raiders fan saying they might get the spoon. We've got a Roosters fan saying <laughs> the Rabbitohs are gonna finish first. Okay, Raiders. I'll go the Raiders because I, I really want the Tigers to do well. And I want the Raiders to do well, obviously, too, but uh I can criticize my own. So I do think the Raiders just the the back line, just every time I look at it, I think even with Savage back, it's just not threatening. Yeah. There's players in there that you wouldn't have in your starting side at other clubs. So. Do you think, uh, like, I, th- I thought it, maybe it was a season or two seasons ago, Harley Smith Shields really had the potential to come on and be a game breaker. He had a yeah, start missed, of last season. Yeah. So the start of last season. Yeah. He missed, what, a f- full season through injury? Yeah. Um, he might come on and be yeah. that be that option. Yeah. Who's the elephant in the room, Jared Croker, who's, like, previously been well, club captain or mm. and one of the great... Raiders, now he can't even get a game. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that breaks all of our hearts. Mm. Yeah, is he, what is he not, I mean, I had a lot of injuries, but he is he not good enough coming back from injury. Now, they've just got, they've got, they've good got a lot of depth in the centre. Better, yeah. better than one of your greatest of all time. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sebastian Chris, I mean, even having Sebastian Chris at fullback, I'm a big fan of Sebastian Chris in the centres. Having him there at fullback, it's just, you know, he j- you're not getting the best out of him. No. You're just filling, you're filling pl- holes. All right, Philpy, wooden spoon. Uh, it's a it's a real neck and neck tussle between the Dolphins and the Dragons. I just, mm. um, you look at both those teams. The I feel like the NRL haven't really helped the Dolphins much. They've just gone, oh, we want another team. And you guys can sort that bit out, the actual team bit. Yeah. Um, and what could they have done, though? Oh, I don't know, maybe some cap. The money was called not the yeah. problem. The money yeah, well, they offered Munster the 1.4 and he still said they no. They offered a lot of players well over what they got at other clubs. Munster was just one. So what what could they have done? They could have given him a dolphin each, you know, like an actual dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> it's only five grand. Time? Do they need more time? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, don't you want an expansion club to be flying straight away? I mean, not necessarily I, like I, challenging I, for the title, but yeah. like to be... I was listening to some ca- comparisons compared to when the Titans came into the comp oh, and the that. Dolphins came into the comp. And I think the Titans got an extra four or five months, but they were able to get Scott Prince, Luke Bailey, Preston Campbell, just straight yep. off the bat, Matt Rogers, yep. um, and kicked their, I guess, their franchise off to a great start. They, I think they were, within the first couple of years, they finished top four and made the semifinals. 
I'm with you, Philpy. I think the Dolphins will be fighting out with St. George. I think the difference between the two teams will be Ben Hunt. Yes. I think off his back, they can probably pull off a, a couple of wins. Um, I worry about the Dolphins off the field. So I worry about the Dolphins not, you know, we can't call them Redcliffe, right? So we were told in that, so dumb. which is just, <laughs> gee, that works well for the Tigers, doesn't it? Having five home grounds, like, yeah. come on. Like, you know, they, <laughs> I just captains. think that was a mistake at the start. To, I worry about how successful, financially, they are loaded. They're going to be fine financially. Mm. I worry about how they're well, going that to attract we- the players and attract... Well, it's the, that time again. We're into Sunday and we're going to focus the, on... Well, um, that's- sorry, I just got somebody in my ear. Uh, I worry about how they're going to attract the fans off the field and, and make it sustainable because particularly when you don't have a star-studded side like the Titans had... That side is so juicy when you look at it. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's take a break. We're going to get to a couple more predictions after this and we'll preview today's games. Welcome back to Sunday Crunch Time with Missile, JA and Philpy. Uh, let's jump back into a couple of these predictions. We've got a few left on the list here. Uh, biggest improver. Let's go biggest improver club, not player, JA. Okay, well, again, I'm not going to take into account round one. Yeah. The Bulldogs. Okay, we'll take it. Yeah, I've got two in there, Manly and the Broncos. I've got because I've got the Broncos making the grand final, so that's obviously yeah. a significant improvement. And I think Manly, um, the rebuilding of the club and and Turbo staying fit, I think mm. they finished near the top. I think they'll be in the top four. Yeah, I think start of the season I was saying Tigers and Bulldogs. Having seen Manly yesterday, I'm with you, Manly. Yeah, uh, I think they looked awesome. Biggest slider, JA. I think you've basically already told us. What the Raiders? The yeah. Raiders? Yeah. 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 That's sad. Just... That's sad hearing a Raiders fan. Is it? We're so, so used to it. We're just, I don't even feel anymore. Oh, is this the old day? One season good, one season bad. So they're on an off year this year. No, it was one season good in 2019, and then it's been <laughs> the rest of them have been bad. Uh, Philby? Canberra can switch things around really quickly, like last year. Remember you were saying yeah. earlier on that they were battling, and then they've still got that star four back. Yeah. And yesterday I played cricket, and there was a Canberra fan there, and someone goes, "Hey, Clarkie, it's 18 nil to the um, the Cowboys," and then. He turned into you, like there's so that negativity. Oh, that's yeah. it, mate. Don't worry, we're hopeless. We won't even. Yeah. It'll be forty-two nil. All of a sudden, yeah. it's eighteen all, and yeah. then you're back. Oh no, how good are we? <laughs> I, did, I actually did what Missile did, and I switched off. Switched off for, oh. a, for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was in the car because I was driving home from work and I had yeah. it playing in the car and then I thought, fuck this, I'm going inside. Yeah. I've never turned, like, uh, sorry, I like once in the history of the Newcastle Knights games have I gotten up and walked out or I've never walked out from a game. I hate yeah. people no, who do that. Yeah, 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 I do never that. do that. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sit that's, there and feel. That's yeah. a morals yeah. and ethics thing, <laughs> yeah. that is. Still yeah. alive. And you really trust a bloke that leaves when his team's getting beaten. Mate, and they'll, they'll well, always who's, go. Who's your biggest slider, Philpy? Um, Eels. Um, I was say this before they lost the game anyway Um, on... Uh, Thursday night, but that's yep. a good one. Yeah, I just I looked at their pack the other night. I know Ryan Madison Pretty different was um, having a holiday, uh, but it, self-imposed. It, yeah, and <laughs> I'm a big fan of Hodgson. He's in my fantasy team, um, but that doesn't mean that they're kind of. I just feel. I think like, we saw yesterday in that Bulldogs game what they lost in Reed Marnie. Yeah, he's a weapon. Yes. Yeah, and if you remember Hodgson from back in the Canberra days. He was essentially the halfback. They'd always have a halfback that yeah. wasn't a world, the world's greatest player. It was yeah. just someone who could sort of get the ball along. He was the playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes later on when the team kind of changed, that actually hindered them a little bit. They almost needed to move him to halfback. Yeah. Um, yeah. To um, 
have him just in there because it, the, you weren't really getting him out of him in hooker. No, I agree. I just feel like um, they're not the team they were last year. You're relying on certain players. Look at the Moses chat prior season was 1.4, 1. this, and all this stuff. And then where was he the other night? Um, I know he can go on a run and play four, five, six, seven, or eight games. Dylan Brown was a bit quiet. Um, he was really quiet. Yeah. yeah. He, can, he can do that too. He oh, big time. Awesome game, or he can be missing. Yeah. My biggest slider, I'm going Dragons. So they finished 10th last season, which is surprising, right? Because you think back to, yeah. I think that I was, I thought that they was finished, the spoon. They finished 10th uh, just out of the eight. Yeah. Like what? up there with the Broncos, just out of the eight. It's a good yeah. ad for the top eight, isn't it? That one. Yeah. <laughs> so like... I, I think they'll slide down to last, second last ish, some, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that funny the narrative that gets created in our head. I honestly thought that was like spoon. Yeah. yeah. Well, Hook's been under more pressure, for example, than Adam Holbrook up at the Titans. Justin, and, and uh, sorry, Justin Holbrook, and they finished way above them on the ladder. Yeah. So yeah. go figure. Uh, Origin Bolter, JA player that you think might be a Bolter for Origin. Uh, Latrell. <laughs> like as in in the side. Bolter, yeah, yeah, yeah like someone, with, side. someone like yeah. a Ruben Cotter that we never expected. In oh, any that we never expected. Yeah, yeah, Bolter, oh, Bolter. sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Tom here was giving me side eyes then. <laughs> Did you give a side eye, Tom? Well, because oh, he said he'd be his Dahlia medalist. Oh, so uh, okay. Someone, um, <laughs> well, I think that Ado Carr will get back in Good there. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mentioned Kalamatangi earlier on from South. Yeah. Um, I think he'll, he, last night, that's one of the best games I've seen him play. Big, strong damaging New yeah. South Wales could do with him. And yeah, uh, yeah I reckon he's, he's a, he's a my bolter. I'm going to go Reese Robson from the Cowboys. Uh, I think it'd be uh, across the three games. It'd be hard to see Cook and Coruscant being fit and healthy at that time of year across all three, given their age. Uh, so I think Robson might get a crack at some stage. Tommy? I'll show my Roosters bias now on today's show. Uh, Egan Butcher. For the Roosters. We don't know how long Angus Crichton is going to be out for, and definitely. So Egan and Nat are both starting the second row. And I think Egan, potentially, he's got a much higher ceiling than Nat. So I think he's a potential origin bolter. I'm trying to catch Jaya's attention here to give her the side eyes that I, Tommy no, gave me. Like <laughs> I'm trying to reciprocate. Like, no, I don't have think. Have we all got the definition of bolter wrong? <laughs> I think you've all had too many bolters. Well, he, <laughs> well look, that would be I, from the absolute clouds if Egan you know, Busher made it. I was thinking it. an origin lock. And then I don't know what you were thinking of Origin bolter. bolter. Someone coming out of the blue. Yeah, yeah I know. But I don't know that Egan Butcher, like, that's way out. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take a break. Coming up, uh, we'll go through the Roosters and the Dolphins team news and preview that game. Also, Tigers versus Titans. Welcome back to Sunday Crunch Time with James Magnus and Jaleesa Apps and Steve Phillips. Uh, let's have a look t- ahead to this afternoon's game, boys. Uh, we've got... Professor and Barney in here with us as well. Hey, so, uh, hey, hello. Hello. New, new show starting this afternoon, boys. Yes, yes. yeah, first, yeah, yeah. First game nerves. No, mate. No, no. We we warmed up all summer. Mm. Were you listening to us over the summer? <laughs> I yeah. was. Thank you, Jalisa. What was your favourite app? Uh... The second one. Yeah, God, we know. Yeah. The second one was a good one, wasn't it? I listened to any of the ones where I wasn't uh, getting called by Philpy. Oh, and yes. Barney. yes. Yeah, you got stitched up pretty good by Philby. What yeah. did you get stitched up? I didn't hear that. Oh, they called me and said they were, what was it, the cricket 
Yeah, you know that little uh, Sunday Crunch WhatsApp group we've got going? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jay's in the group. Yeah, yeah. Julian so King kind of just keeps it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives the city it up. Every Hello, time Jules. you think it's died, it's back. <laughs> Well, um, in the group, and obviously SEN listeners would know this, um, the missile sent a message to Sock to say, hey, could you come on breakfast? And uh, I that do was remember a, that. It yeah. was a light to me to go, hey, you're not, even though they are mates. And that's How does your mind group. work that that's the, he sees that and goes, ah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> We've got you him guys, You guys have got twisted minds, yeah. hey. Um, anyway, I rang him from uh, Cricket New South Wales and told him that was not the right protocol to do. And um, I that's got him at a so great funny. time. Got him at a really good time. He puffed his chest out. Um, <laughs> I pretended I didn't know who he was. He didn't like that. And um, bang, we're all away. <laughs> Damn, I need to hear and this. And basically, it, it was all, as far as a prank goes and, and me coming off looking all right, it was all going okay. Until I told Philpy to Google me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you that didn't. Was, that was when we uh, oh officially my. reeled it in. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's cringe. Boys, what uh, can we expect from the show? Oh, mate, we've got so much coming up uh, this afternoon. It's called uh, The Last Word. So we're going to solve a lot of problems in rugby. Every week uh, you're going to go into it thinking, geez, what... We need to settle a few issues here in rugby league, and we're going to have the last word, and you'll never hear those issues discussed again. Usually, that's Ricky Stewart that has the last word, so it's nice oh, to hear mate. someone else. I bet you he features. Yeah, this God, I got excited last time. I saw <laughs> yeah, that. I bet. Oh, <laughs> my God. What a gift from the gods first round. <laughs> it, yeah, it's nice to see Ricky getting an early touch, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just go on the RLPA and the NRL. Yes. Just first yes. press conference yes. out of the gate. Clinton so Newton, taking, personally named. Yeah, yeah, I know, taking the third path on the old CBA. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Just like, no, I'm the real victim in all of this. Yes. Yeah. Good yes. man. That was good um, stuff. And then what else, Barney? We've, got, we've, we've written some jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, one or two. We're going we're gonna to have a look at some of the uh, games that uh, have already occurred. But then yeah. we're gonna, we've are gonna we decided tipping's too easy yeah. for us because, mm. you know, you, know you, you guys are the same. You, you're ensconced in the game. You, you know all the form. You know who's in, who's out. Yep. It's, and every week it's just like, oh, bloody hell, I tipped a perfect mm. round Eight game. out of eight. Yeah. Oh, God, 201 out of two. 201 yeah. I got last year. Yeah. It's, well, oh, yeah, boring. you did. It's yeah. same. We had to go a count back to work out who won yeah, out of our tipping comp. It was. Done but on the margins in the end, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was done on the margins. And that one where I didn't pick the uh, the exact margin yeah. of the game, you, you managed to get home. <laughs> um, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what we're doing now, we're doing long-range tipping. So mm. we're going to be tipping round three today. Oh. We're going two weeks out. That's good. Okay. That's Juicy. good. That adds, a, yeah, that adds a little bit of spice. All right. Well, while we've got you in here, the expert tipsters, Let's get everybody in the room's tips for this afternoon. So we'll start with JA, then work around the room uh, anti-clockwise. Uh, dolphins first roosters. JA? Oh, you got to go Dolphins. Dolphins? Um, sorry, roosters. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry, I'll take your first <laughs> answer. That's Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I, I, roosters. Roosters. Dolphins. By yeah. a lot. You've got the Dolphins winning the comp, don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, mate. Super <laughs> um, I've got the uh, Roosters and Titans. Yeah, okay. I've got Roosters by a margin. Our second game, Tigers-Titans. Titans. Philpy's just thrown like yeah. spinning yeah. the works. Yeah. He's, he's in this uh, tip ahead mode. He's yeah. <laughs> two weeks out. Yeah, Tigers. Tigers are going to win this one easy. Yeah. Uh, Titans. Titans? Mm. Yeah, and what I want to know is because you're in this tipping ahead moment. So Dragons play the Knights in the last round of the year. Yeah. Um, who wins that? What's the score? Uh, game called off because they're both crap. They've been kicked out by them. <laughs> right. The North um, Sydney Bears have replaced yeah, one right. of them. Yeah. yeah. Caelan yeah. Ponga wraps up his uh, Dalian medal with a man of the match uh, 
man of the match appearance. It'll be it'll be amazing. Boys, we mentioned this earlier in the show. Um, independent doctor chat. I don't know if there's going to be any, but my theory was to bring in a celebrity doctor, maybe even your brother, uh, James. Ooh, what's I your like thoughts? That. What's he up to? Yeah, what uh, is he up to? He's in days? Indonesia. So, um, but well, they're remote at the moment, aren't they? They're in trucks. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, could, he could dial in. Yeah, he could dial in. The guy they flew to Wellington, I think independent, yes. But when he put up the sign saying, hey, Kalen, let's go on for a HIA, <laughs> <laughs> I got sus. Yeah. And then he did a shoey, and they were yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's that bloke from the crowd, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the choices were your brother, or mm. JA suggested maybe Bondi vet Chris Brown. <laughs> Ooh, so yes. battle of the that's, that's the two in the running at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. For a moment, I forgot he was a vet, but whatever. <laughs> I think. <laughs> what are you saying? Passes about the pub test. It passes the pub test. <laughs> yeah. All righty, crew. Well, we're going to throw a long ball to you two, and you're going to take the next hit up for us here on NRL Crunch Time. That is a wrap. Ja, thanks for coming. Thank you. Philpy. Always a pleasure. Thank you, mate. Stella, as always. And Two Phones Tommy, thank you for producing. Thank you very much. See you all next week. That was NRL Crunch Time here on SEN.